Americans. So, a 55-year-old Florida man has just gone viral after it came out that he has married his 18-year-old goddaughter. And the person that's making this go viral is none other than Kodak Black that agreed that this is some shit that his father actually did. Now, in as much as I had said that I wasn't going to engage in any more Alabama stories, I don't think this one actually classifies as one. This is a simple situation of a young 18-year-old girl who saw her daddy and saw her backup daddy and saw the backup daddy as a potential daddy and then decided to marry him. Weirdly enough, I actually don't have that much of a problem with this entire thing. Like, I know it doesn't seem right, and I can get why it doesn't actually look like a good thing. You know, the whole, you know, it looks like you're pretty much going after your relative, but this is a godfather. Now, in some cases, you find that people will make the godfather somebody that's their relative, but a lot of times you find that it's like a best friend or some shit. And when you think about it, you know, there's no blood relation, so it's perfectly okay. And in as much as I hate to say this, this is legally correct because she is above the age of 18, or at least she is 18, and they're clearly doing it with somebody that isn't their blood. So it's, I think, culturally correct and legally correct, but morally, I think that's where the issue comes in because people are like, oh, you know, it's a godfather, so that's technically kind of like your dad, and that's not right. But yo, how many times have you heard of stories where so-and-so's best friend just so happened to have started hooking up with so-and-so's sister who had been previously stated as, you know, this one is kind of like a sister to me, and then they end up together? Like, some of the best relationships have actually been formed that way. And it's not just a best friend thing, you know, friends usually do tend to be included in that statistic as well. And I'm not using it to justify it, but I am saying that it is something that does tend to happen from time to time. And anyways, in as much as I do want to blame this on Alabama, which it isn't, or Americans, which doesn't necessarily just affect Americans, this is something that happens here in Africa as well. Let's not forget a couple of years back, if I'm not wrong, Jacob Zuma, who was the South African president at the time, who has a bunch of different wives, just so happened to have impregnated his best friend's daughter. Like, if we have entire heads of state doing this shit, then I don't know, like, I don't think I can call it an Alabama moment. Like, I'm not really ready to start attacking this guy for it. I think that she is a fully grown adult liable for her own choices. And if anything, this might actually be the best access to a bag that she's ever gotten. Because all she needs to do is divorce this guy after a very small period of time. And she will probably be getting some form of alimony or spousal support if she takes it to court. But... Anyways, that aside, we do need to move things on because I do not want to keep things so tightly locked in because we have so much to discuss and that requires me to actually start this podcast. So how about I do it in my very typical fashion where I start by saying... Welcome to Breaktime on West Side, your number one Breaktime podcast coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. 
the man on the mic is a man who sees the daddy in godfather not that i endorse that shit please do not use my name on this i do not endorse this shit he's a man who believes that milf was a combination of milk and beef it is none other than your tall dark and mildly handsome man sir denver b the show is battle of the sexes our weekly love sex and relationships show where i get to make certain comments people don't necessarily agree usually there's a conclusion at the end and sometimes we actually get to discuss it after now a huge thank you to each and every one of you that listens and shares this podcast and if you are listening and you do want to contribute on instagram it is at break time on west side on facebook it is also at break time on west side and on twitter you can slide into my personal dms which is at bagaka the d drop a comment drop a compliment now we have a lot to talk about and not that much time but before i get to the main topic i want us to talk about the fresh and fit podcast for a little bit now for those of you all that don't know what or who the fresh and fit podcast really relate to it's this podcast that came up mostly on youtube has been having quite an amount of growth over the past one maybe two years and its content mainly centers around men the red pill community trying to pick up girls and more or less relationships and it's hosted by two guys one called myron Gaines, another one called walter aka fresh prince ceo and they kind of blew up because of a lot of their controversial statements and the fact that they usually have like 10 girls on their podcast and they usually kick a bunch of them out every single episode for one reason or another probably they don't agree on shit or someone's being disrespectful now in terms of controversial statements i've listened to a lot of the shit that they said and i agree to quite a bit of it and hell i've even used some of the stuff that they say here almost word for word even because i believe in exactly what it is that they were believing in when they said what it is that they said but there was something that i listened to just before i started recording which kind of drove me the wrong way and i don't necessarily believe in it so i'm gonna play it for you then i'm gonna explain to you why i feel like there's a lot of bs in this statement so here it is because I know I'm about to say something here controversial, but I'm just going to say it anyway. If a woman does not give you the bedroom fun, she's useless to you. And I'm going to say why. Okay. The thing is this. Men don't ask for much from women, right? We want some, some booty, maybe a sandwich here or there, peace and quiet. Men don't want much. Women, however, taller than me, make more money than me, successful, confidence, all this stuff, right? Big dick, all this other stuff. So women require a lot from men. So... Men don't ask for much, but since we don't ask for much, the things that we ask for are much more important. So if a girl doesn't give you sex, bro, that's like one third of what she's supposed to give you gone, 50% almost. If you're in a relationship right now, for all the guys that are watching out there, you're in a relationship with a girl, your wife, whatever it is, and she's no longer giving you enthusiastic sex, start to prepare to kick her to the curb. All right, now, If you've been listening to this podcast long enough, I think you might probably have a pretty good idea where exactly my issue is with all of this. Because I actually agree with quite a big amount of what he said, like a huge chunk of what he said, I totally do agree with. I think a lot of guys who will sit around, stay in the friend zone, become friends with certain babes are doing so simply because they wanted to bang, they weren't given a chance, but they're just hanging around there probably hoping that they get a shot or maybe they're afraid to walk away and say you know what i only actually just wanted this for the bang and besides that there's nothing else that i want here i think there's a lot of guys that would love to say that that aren't saying it and yes if she's not going to give it to you and that's what you wanted then i think it's entirely within your right to just walk away like there's nothing wrong with that 
and if anything it shows that you're very intentional with what it is that you want and hell it might actually even end up making you look hotter to either the same person or to other people around you the fact that you're intentional and you know exactly what you want and you're not compromising on pleasantries simply because you're trying to make someone else happy i think that's a pretty good sign that you're a very self-aware person so when you're seeing this about random babes and you're seeing this about somebody you are trying to hook up with or maybe a friend with benefits then i can understand i can actually understand but when you move it to the relationships that's when now i start to have a problem don't get me wrong i'm not against the idea of 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 guys wanting to bang and getting the bang like by all means yes guys do love to bang a lot of us love to bang even though i'm not going to say all of us do quite a number of us do like to fuck but more so than that babes like to fuck as well i don't think it's something that's actually acknowledged quite a lot when it comes to guys but babes like to fuck as well so if your babe does not want to bang you anymore or doesn't want to bang yet this is something that you guys were doing probably before the relationship or even when you guys got into the relationship i don't think you need to drop her immediately i think you know because she's a human being and just like you she goes through stresses and things that can kind of kill her sex drive i think it's good to kind of inquire first go and find out why it is that shorty doesn't feel like hitting it anymore probably she used to want it like two three times a week now she's on one or zero maybe you need to ask if there's a problem maybe you need to check if the problem is how you're fucking her maybe you guys need to sit down and actually have a talk about how each of you is fucking if y'all are happy and you know if there's something that's hindering it probably she's stressed up probably she's going through a hard time at home you might not know that and asking is probably what might tell you whether there's a problem there or not now if shorty isn't telling you anything and you know you want to fuck and she's not letting you fuck then at that point you need to be very open honest and clear with her and just tell her straight up baby you know i care about you you know the kind of deep affection that i have for you and how much i love this relationship that we have but i'm not gonna mince words here i like to fuck and we haven't been fucking in quite a bit of a while and if you're just going to say no the entire time and you can't give me a very valid reason then trust me in as much as i care about this relationship if i'm not getting sex from you then i'm probably gonna be getting it from elsewhere and i don't think you want that to happen so for the sake of this relationship if there is something that you would like to tell me if you do have a problem that you'd like us to discuss then by all means i'm all ears if she does not want to do anything at that point then maybe at that point you can drop her just saying but going straight up and just dropping her without at least doing a bit of investigation and inquisition and trying to find out from her and that's just jumping the gun i think that'll end up ending more relationships and let's not play ourselves here it's not like you guys are married y'all are just you know in a relationship dating and committed and shit so it's not like it's her right to fuck you like conjugal rights only start to apply when people are married and at the same time it's also not your responsibility to stay in that relationship you're not contractually obligated so you can also leave so either way before you jump the gun at least make sure you ask first so that by the time you're stepping out of that relationship you will be sure that you have done everything you can anyways that said we should move it on to our main topic of today and speaking of relationships i have a bit of a single situation here 
Now, former radio presenter and popular Kenyan personality known as Kaleche Mumo was on TV a couple of days ago and she was busy talking about why she's supposedly single. Now, that particular clip ended up being put up on a popular IG page where I ended up finding it and, well, because I did not want to jump the gun because of context, I ended up going and watching the entire clip where she talks about why she is single. Now, luckily, her portion isn't that long, so I'll just play it for you guys. Then we can discuss it because I feel like she has totally missed it in every single sense of the word. So here it is. Well, let me let me let me put it this way. I mean, as an empowered woman, yeah. as a woman who has worked hard, has been seen to do many things, it has been difficult for me to date. I am still single because there is that notion, as uh, Ian has said, that. You are now a woman who cannot listen, will not help me, whereas the reality is yeah. if I've worked hard, I am doing well, I should be able to help even more, right? Okay. Um, but if we even go back to what the Bible says about this woman, yeah. if you go to the Proverbs 31 woman, that woman worked. She worked. Mm -hmm. She was independent. She was creative. She took care of things. But who was she doing it for? She was doing it for a person who is a king. Mm -hmm. That scripture begins by talking about the king, and then the king now gets, this is the ideal wife for you. So there's a kingly way that he has to behave for him to deserve this Proverbs 31 woman. Okay. And for her, she is able to serve that person, and it will never change that she's able to help him. Now, the most interesting thing about everything that she said in this particular part of the clip is that she's actually not wrong. And yes, I know, I said that she's missed the mark in every single way possible, but the interesting thing is, just about everything that she said is actually right. From the whole thing about, oh, some men get intimidated, some men start to say a bunch of things like how they'll make whack wives if they're super successful, that's actually true. The thing that she said about the Proverbs 31 woman, for the most part, is actually true. It's all true, but here's why I say that it misses the mark. It's true, but she's generalized everything. She's actually generalized everything. And that's where the problems come in. Because when you start to look at the details, that's where it actually starts to point itself out. Because if I can start from the top, she talks about how she is an empowered, hardworking, very well accomplished woman. And she says that and she follows it up with, she is single. And in a sense, it kind of makes it look like her being empowered and her having accomplishments means that, you know, she'll be single and she won't find a guy, which is actually entirely wrong. There's a ton of empowered women who've managed to get husbands and are living pretty happy, successful lives. And guess what? They're empowered as well. They're also accomplished. They're also hardworking women. So in a sense, that whole bit about being empowered and successful, that's not the reason why she's single. And she moves on to talk about how men will talk about how, oh, you know, she won't make a good wife, oh, blah, blah, blah. And yes, that is true. But if anything, that's a very small minority of men. And I kid you not, there is a huge number of men who will look at a successful woman and actually appreciate her. It's not that we usually look at all successful women or most of us look at successful women and we're like, nah, she won't make a good wife. Nah, she won't do this, she won't do that. I don't think most of us jump to that conclusion. 
a lot of times we do get to that conclusion based off of how masculine a lot of your traits are but it doesn't necessarily mean that the majority of us actually come out to think that you'd make a bad wife simply because you are successful because if anything your success doesn't really deter or bring us any closer to you like yes we might get to know about you you know because of your name and your image and everything but it doesn't necessarily become a factor on whether you become a good wife or not just by the fact that you're successful like us guys can be measured on that statistic but it's not like we measure women like that we measure women in terms of their quote-unquote wife materialness based on very different factors alone and i will even mention them a little later in this episode just like i have in multiple other episodes because i honestly think her just like a lot of other women have completely missed the mark in what it is that a lot of us guys actually look for in our future woman then you look at the verse that she mentioned she spoke of the proverbs 31 type woman now i didn't know about this proverbs 31 type woman so i went and i did the research now unfortunately because of time i can't exactly break down the entire verse and read it for you guys but i will tell you just go to proverbs 31 on any bible that you'll find start from verse number 10 around there uh it should give you the full detailed breakdown of what it is that she's talking about and even the king part is yes definitely above so she was right in those respects but she spoke of that woman being independent now i don't know maybe it's the versions that i read because i tried reading from about three different versions when i was getting this but at no point did it say in the bible that that woman was independent now obviously she decided to start with that and in a sense it sounds like she's using the fact that the woman in proverbs 31 is stated as very hardworking and going out and getting shit done and she's taking that and making it look like she's independent it doesn't necessarily mean that she's independent it just means that she's very very hardworking and she's very very proactive and that is a very good trait something that i actually agree with and the fact that she's generalized a lot of this to make it look like what she's doing makes her wife material is why she misses the mark because the first mistake was attaching her professional capabilities to being a good homemaker and a wife and honestly it could seem that way and sometimes it does work out that way but it's usually bullshit just because you're good and hard working out there in the world does not mean that you will be good and hard working in the household that correlation does not imply causation it's almost like saying just because i'm good with my hands as a mechanic that would mean that i'd make a great dj right off the bat which any dj will tell you is absolute bullshit now she is making it seem as though the fact that she works and she's accomplished all of this that it should make her attractive which isn't that's not how it works what we look for as men in our women is very different for those that have been listening long enough y'all know that i usually list out four main things that make up wife material number one is she good looking is she pretty i want something good to look at number two is she a good homemaker can she take care of the household and make sure that everything is running smoothly such that when i come home from work and i'm tired everything runs smoothly so that i can rest get up more energized and be in the best position to go back out into the world number three is she supportive and caring in one way or another it doesn't even have to be financial does she give me the support that i need as a man and number four can she fuck me properly does she know how to ride me like a harley 
and number four doesn't even usually count or work all that much because not every guy is into sex but it actually does count quite a bit and if you were to add a bonus one maybe her being independent but that's a bonus and most guys aren't even looking for that shit then on top of that she adds the pions de resistance which is that the proverbs 31 woman was doing all of this for a king and she decides to add this other bit to kind of water down the fact that she's hypergamous and then she talks about oh you know kingly behavior blah 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 and here's the thing now that makes all of this a problem for her she is busy looking for a king now she wants a king and there's nothing wrong with that i think it is entirely her choice to want that and there's nothing wrong with her wanting a king but now the problem comes in whereby she might want a king but so does every other woman so that's where the big issue is every other woman wants a king and the thing is now she's going up the ladder you know she climbs up the pyramid of of hierarchy and success and everything and she's fairly up there and while she's up there she is still preconditioned as a woman to be hypergamous and the problem is as you go up the pyramid there's a much smaller area that you have ahead of you so the pool of guys that she'll be attracting will be getting less and less the higher up that she goes and the unfortunate side of it is while it's getting less for her for the guys who are at the top of the pyramid the options are increasing and increasing as they look down because guys are in hypergamous we're not looking for someone who's above us that's not how we are so while she's busy looking up to this very small pool of guys this very small pool of guys is looking down and they can see a horde of other women they have so much in terms of options that they can look for somebody who looks younger who looks better who treats them nicer and might even give them more respect and hell probably even rides them better and sometimes these guys are so spoiled for choice that they end up not settling for one woman and this is where the issue comes in because now she's expecting to be considered attractive because she's up the pyramid with this same pool of guys and these same pool of guys will not be looking at just her section of the pyramid they're looking much further down because unlike women who at a senior position will only be looking up or within the same level guys will be looking all the way down they'll be looking at the janitor the intern the receptionist if they're fine hell they might actually have a chance so everywhere from bottom all the way up to the floors next to where he is with like the secretary and shit that's fair game to them and while there's nothing wrong with having high standards in this world by all means you know have them they're yours and shit she probably has to accept the reality that she might actually end up being better off with a regular average guy but in conclusion let me just say this while there's nothing wrong with being successful and resourceful as a woman you need to accept that that's not what guys are looking for yes guys are measured using that but women aren't measured using that set of traits and maybe if you use the set of traits that make a woman wife material instead of a man husband material then maybe your odds would actually improve because it's kind of like me deciding to make sure that i look as good as possible for the rest of my life and i don't worry about being resourceful yes i will seem like a good catch and yes i might get quite a bit of pussy here and there but at the end of the day the fact that i am not resourceful as a man is what's going to continue hindering me from getting quite a lot of women that i'd have probably had options with if i focused on being resourceful but then again 
I might be wrong about this entire thing. So I want your thoughts on this. The DMs are open on Instagram. It is at Breaktime on Westside. On Facebook, it is also at Breaktime on Westside. And on Twitter, you can slide into my personal DMs, which is at D. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end. And if you are listening through CastBox, feel free to drop your thoughts and comments below. If you can, a nice rating and review will be appreciated quite a bit. And I will catch you guys on the next break. <laughs>